Yo, what's going on, everybody? I am Night Tide. Welcome to Tide Talk. This is episode 20. Can't believe this. Episode 20, I say that again, of our podcast. I feel like every week anymore that I do this, I'm just like, I'm, I'm shocked at how many episodes we've actually put out. And I'm consistently just really happy that we've stuck with this because it's a it's a different way for me to communicate with you guys, you know? I just, I, I love it. I love it. And I've talked about it before, so I'm going to catch myself and not talk about it again. But yeah, guys, so so for those of you that are new to Tide Talk, we do a couple things. We talk about uh, life. We talk about uh, media, which can be games or, or movies or anything that I've seen. Uh, we talk about the stream team, the rising tide, and we also talk about stream stuff. And so I've got, uh, I've got a good assortment for you today. I think this is kind of our first full foray back. Um, last week, I did an admirable effort, but I was dog tired when I was doing it. And I don't want to say that I didn't do a a good one. It was good, but it was it was definitely half delirious. Uh, and this one is is going to be hopefully presented a bit better for you guys. So, oh, what's happened in this past week, guys? Uh, I I feel like I always lead off with this, but work work has continued to be a pain in my tuchus. Let me get a little extra in there, a little a little tuchus because it was it's bad. It's 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 not bad bad. It's just frustrating. Like I'm just want to be done with certain projects that I'm working on at work and move on to new things with my teams. And I can't, I can't do it guys. I can't because we just keep hitting hurdles and that is the life of software development. And so when you, when you guys look at games and, and see delays or you see bugs, understand that those are frustrating things, not only for you, but also for your software teams. And cause God, am I in that mode right now where just every single delay is just another thing that feels like we're, we're trying to push a ginormous ball uphill. <sighs> but that said though, other than that, I've been feeling, I've been feeling okay. I actually had a little bit of a, um, I'm going to call it a health scare, but like I felt weird this week guys. And it was the first time in, in a while that I felt this way. And I, I think my wife nailed it as she often does, but like, I think, I think I'm stressed out. And I don't know why. Like, I don't feel like I have a reason to be stressed out. Like, work is stressful, but I'm usually good at it. Um, not letting. I don't usually hang on to stress. It's not something that I, I've made a habit of doing. Like, I can walk away from work and not be at work until tomorrow. Right? I'm not constantly stressed out about it. And the stream, the stream, I feel like has been going pretty well. I know that that I've talked about how how throughout the summer, we definitely have dropped off with numbers. And that's definitely affected my psyche. I can't say that it hasn't, as it would anybody, I'm human, right? And I want our community to continue to grow. And I want us to continue to to thrive within the Mixer community and, and continue to be, you know, a, a pillar and a beacon of support and hope to those that need it, uh, and also as a way for me to continue to to see where how far I can just how far I can take this and reach goals that I have of becoming a a bigger content creator. And I say bigger in a context of just I don't know. I'd love to be able to to be able to kick on the stream and chill, you know, with with as many people who want to be there as possible, and and kind of live that dream. Um, that said, I'm not unhappy with where the stream is at now. And I feel like it's always this, 
this dangerous game of, of feeling like when I talk this way and when I talk about wanting more for the channel and, and wanting better things, it's, uh, it's tough because I don't want to sound ungrateful. I'm super grateful for everybody that shows up and has continued to show up every single night. And I've been having a lot of fun with community nights this week where, where community nights this week were just what I needed. We, we had some fun. I uh, got some good peeps in there. Got a couple, got a couple wins in Fortnite. But at the end of the day, what really matters is we just hung out and had a good time. Um, I I got super salty though on uh, on Monday whenever I streamed Bloodborne. I was beyond the salt meter, and that was that was something that like I don't I don't want to I don't want to apologize for, but I borderline apologize for because I just was I was not in the right state of mind. And I think that there were other things that were affecting me that I was not acknowledging during that day, whether it was, I think they were mostly subconscious and I think that's led to kind of the stress point, but to where I just really, really, really needed to take, take a breather. Um, because I was letting, a, I was letting a boss get the better of me in ways that I, I never have. I mean, hell in Bloodborne guys, we fought an NPC for an hour and a half one day and I, I was frustrated at points, but I didn't get I didn't get so salient to the point where I was just ready to to rage quit. Right. And for some reason I was just letting this frustration just mount within me and it was unhealthy. It's not how I want to be. So definitely having some good community nights on on Tuesday and Wednesday were great. Playing Graveyard Keeper with Boom on Thursday was great. Um so, so in terms of life, I'm I'm going to be going through and, and actually I'm going to be going in and actually making a doctor's appointment and, and going and getting checked out just to make sure that I'm good because I felt like, I don't know, I always describe this and I'm like afraid that I'm going to describe and someone's going to be like, you were having a heart attack or you were having an anxiety attack or something. But like, I don't know. I felt, I felt something in my, like, like basically my upper body, like from my chest up, um, in my chest and shoulders, that was not pain. It was not, um, it was not strain. It was not ache. It was just like something was there and I couldn't explain what it was. And again, when I tried to explain it to my wife, of course, she's like, uh, are you having a heart attack? I'm like, no, I'm not having a heart attack. It almost felt like it was like the onset of like when you're getting sick, like when you kind of feel like icky, but, um, but it was like very internal. It was like if I had to describe where it was, it felt like it was literally just like in this dead center of my body. And I would be lying to you if I didn't say that it freaked me out on a certain degree. So I think all of those things, I think me just wanting to move on with what I'm doing at work, I think me um, wanting to to continue to grow the community and do things on Mixer, um, and, in, and in addition to you know feeling this way, all led to me having... An admittedly stressful week, uh, at least below the surface. While on the surface, I actually had a really nice week. Um, my I had a, a better week with my three-year-old. He is just pushing all the buttons all the time, and I can't. I can't find a way to to like I'm I'm having to grow patience. <laughs> like if I had a patience farm and I could just go and pluck from it when I needed to, I'm really having to to expand my patience to deal with him. Um, and I think it's a, it's a learning experience for both of us, right? Like I'm, I have to learn how to be more patient and how to handle him maybe a little differently, but he has to learn to listen. So there's a delicate balance there and, and I'm struggling admittedly to do that. And it's, 
it's interesting. Like my wife and I were having a conversation tonight because uh, we actually we actually had uh, my son go hang out with uh, with his grandparents for the night, and so we actually had a date night, which was amazing because I miss my wife, guys. I miss my wife. Like she's there every day. I see her every day. We hang out at night every night. But I miss my wife. Like when you have kids, if you have kids, you know this. You don't you don't have husband wife time uh, just by yourselves. Like you don't you don't get that time often. And I talk about this every so often where you need to kind of reconnect with your spouse. And I just missed my wife. I was I think that was another thing. I just was missing my wife. And so tonight we actually got a chance to go to dinner. We got a chance to kind of reconnect uh, when we got home, and it was just nice. It was just a really nice day. It was a really nice evening. And uh, certainly made me feel just just great. <laughs> you know, I married this woman for a reason. She's my my partner in life, and I love her with every fiber of my being. And uh, just so fortunate to have her in my life. And it's great when we actually get the time to do that. But we were talking, we were talking, and you know she was mentioning that my my son, my three year old you know, has taken to calling her honey like I do. And she kind of jokes back and forth with him about it. But from my perspective, being kind of the, again, the proverbial head of house, right? Or the, the man of the house, that's kind of my role, right? Uh, I'm, I'm very much a provider mindset kind of person. Um, and I don't want to get into the politics of you know, feminism and stuff like that with you guys. Cause my wife and I are partners and I respect her more than anything else. So I don't want to hear any crap about that, but that's, that's how I always been. I've always been a provider type person to where I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of my wife. Um, and with my son, like, I feel like even at three years old, he's trying to compete with me for that slot with her. And it's weird because He's three, like he's three years old, <laughs> you know, but like he, he constantly has been saying a lot of things that have been cute. Like daddy, I want to be like you and I want to do work and I want to go to work every day and I'm mowing the lawn. And like, these are all the things that I do. And so he really does just want to be like me. But part of me starts to wonder if he's trying to edge me out because <laughs> he's calling my wife, honey and doing different stuff. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I think, I think there's a couple things in fact, in play. I think he's a little jealous of, you know, brother's time. Whereas before he seemed to be a little bit more accepting, which was interesting is now that he's getting older, he's getting more jealous of, of her time. Um, but yeah, he's, he seems to be wanting more of her time. He seems to be, uh, wanting to, to do more of the types of things that I do to maybe like show me or show her that he can, and that he's a big boy. Um, and I don't know, it's, maybe it's part of growing up, but it's interesting because like my instincts, my instinct with him is when he um, does things to defy me or when he does things on purpose because he thinks he's trying to help or do things that I would would be normally doing or am doing, you know, because he wants to do them instead of me. You know, I'm trying to understand what that motivation is for him to do that kind of stuff. Cause to me, it just, I'm just like, look, man, I, I know you want to be like daddy, but like daddy has to do a, a, a job right now. And you know, as much as you want to do this, I don't know. But my instinct when he, when he fights me and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's almost like if for those of you that are dog people, you'll get this cat people, cats don't really do this. Uh, but dogs do like there's, there's a, there's a, especially with big dogs. If you're going to, there's, there's a rule 
if you're going to play tug of war with a dog, which a lot of people like to do and they think it's fun. If you're going to play tug of war with a dog, especially a big dog, you don't lose. Never, never, ever do you lose. Why? Because if you lose or if you quote unquote, let the dog win, you are, you are messing with the pack pecking order and you are, you are showing that there might be an opening there for, for someone to rise up in the pack. And one of the most important things with dogs and raising a dog and training a dog is that they have to know their place and their place should be, you know, uh, definitely not at the, at the top, not at above you or your wife, not above people in general, certainly not above your kids, even if they're smaller, right? You want to keep the dog on the bottom rung. That's where their, that's where their pecking order lies, right? They, they eat last. They do the stuff. doesn't mean you don't love them to death. It doesn't mean you don't shower them with love and cuddles and kisses and hugs and amazing things and just love their little furry faces. But from a philosophical pecking order, they are at the bottom and you have to make sure they know that. And my son, I feel like, I feel like he's almost challenging me from like a pecking order perspective where he's trying to claw up and he's like, he keeps having these battles with me. And, and the unfortunate thing about it is, is that my dad instinct while I'm very nurturing and I'm always very supportive and whenever we do have corrective actions, we always have a kind of a, a debrief afterwards where I'm like, you know, do you know why you went into the corner? You know, do we, do you understand why this is, you know, not a good behavior? I taught him the word attitude, right? So like I'm trying to teach him things, right? So that he understands why he's being punished when he's being punished. But I also like, it, it's a battle sometimes to get him to accept his punishment uh, and he, he wants to try and be a little big for his britches. And it's just, it becomes this battle. One that once starts, I cannot lose because if I lose, then all of a sudden he feels like he has room to, to continue to push the buttons. Right. So you, know, you kind of have to keep him in, in, where, in his little box where he's supposed to be, uh, until he gets old enough and, and has the ability to kind of expand that box safely. Right. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a tough time guys. It's a tough time for, for me personally, just raising him. But it's also, and again, it's always like Sour Patch Kids because it's always amazing. Like my son does want to spend time with me. And whenever we go do stuff and he's like, I want to be like you, I've been helping him, letting him help with projects, right? He has his little tool. He has his little like cubby bin of tools and he takes them with me whenever we're doing help projects around the house. Like we recently built um, like a shoe cubby that we put by the door so we could just organize all of our shoes instead of having them you know, strewn everywhere we're stuffed in the closet in giant piles, right? Like most people do. And I say most people, I mean like we did. Um, <laughs> but like, so we built this thing and like, you know, I let him help. Like he like hammered the nails. And even if I like put in a screw, I'd still let him kind of hammer the screw or like turn a, turn a screwdriver on the screw just so that he could feel like he was doing something. You know, it's, 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 it's different guys. I don't know. Raising kids. It's, it's something that's uh, an adventure every day. We'll call it that. But so it's, it's good. But my youngest son, he starts to, he started to walk a lot. And this week, I feel like every day he's just walking more and more and he's choosing to walk over crawling, which has been this interesting transition to see. Um, but he's just, he's so cute when he walks because half the time when he's walking right at you, he's kind of like, he's got his feet like kind of pigeon toed out. Um, and he's kind of, he's like walking like a penguin because he, that's how he's getting his balance right now. <laughs> But sometimes he starts trying to turn and it gets, he starts walking sideways and it's like a little crab walk. <laughs> it's like, it's a little cute crab walk where he's just like going sideways, but still going forwards at the same time. Oh, he's so freaking cute. He's so cute. But yeah, he's, he's awesome. So he's doing good, but he's walking and it's like, man, I have, I have two kids. 
one of them's old enough to talk back and the other one's old enough to walk. Like, whew. Time just absolutely evaporates, guys. I don't know where it goes. I just don't know where it goes. Um, but it's incredible. So I don't know that's that's kind of been that's kind of been the life, right? So it's it's been it's been a mixed bag this week of of just feeling the stress and like having this weird feeling in my body that I don't understand. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the doctor. Don't worry, I'm going to the doctor. I'm not like one of those. Well, hey, I don't feel it anymore, so I'm good. I'm gonna go to the doctor. Uh, but I got to reconnect with my wife. I've had some really good, um, you know, good, good times with seeing my boy walk and, and, and hanging out and having fun with my three-year-old. Um, but at the same time, you know, having those challenges. So it's, a, it's definitely a mixed bag week, but I guess that's par for the course, right? That's life. It's never all rosy or all bad. There's always, there's always something, something that's, uh, that's keeping you on your toes. So what else happened this week? Um, so, oh, so exciting stuff. Um, again, guys, if you didn't know, I'm going to PAX. I'm going to PAX West. I'll be there Friday and Saturday. I'll be there all day Friday, start to finish. And then Saturday, I'll be there for the vast majority of the day. I'm going to have to leave a little early to make sure I can get back to the airport and catch my flight uh, out of there. Um, so it's going to be a quick turnaround. I still want you guys to sign up in the Discord for, for PAX. Uh, if you guys are going to be there and you're going to be part of the community, and you're part of the Rising Tide community, I want you to be there. I'm going to have some stickers. I want to make sure that everybody um, that I possibly can, can can get one of those that's from the Rising Tide first before we, you know, before I, I hand them out otherwise. So definitely something I want you guys to be in on and I want to make sure we get done. So um, make sure you're posting in the pack signups. And if you're already in the pack section, please make sure you're filling out the survey. Um, I've got that thing kind of open. I just want to see when the best day is going to be for, for a rising tide kind of, uh, get together, even if it's just for, you know, a half hour, hour, uh, on the show floor, want to do something. I want to make sure that we do something with you guys and we get some pictures and, and all that kind of good stuff. So, so there's that. And I guess that's kind of rising tide news. But anyway, so I'm going to PAX West. Um, I got some stuff. I got some really cool stuff. And if you're going to PAX West as well, and you're worried about packing, uh, I'm going to impart some knowledge on you because I like to share knowledge. So I, I bought this bag. Um, I bought a few things for my travel. Uh, one of them was a travel backpack, which guys, do you realize travel backpacks exist? If you're someone that travels, you probably know these things exist. I had no I had no clue, none whatsoever. Apparently, you can get backpacks, which I now have, that that will unzip like a suitcase and have like an entire backpack's like height and width worth of space. That's a suitcase, and then like uh, like you can you know with tie down straps the whole nine yards, right? So it's pretty freaking awesome. Um, and I found. I found the um, this bag on Amazon. It's like an Amazon Basics bag. It was forty eight bucks, and basically it it has um, straps that you can hide, shoulder straps that you can hide to detach and hide. It's got a laptop um, sliding kind of pouch area that you can lock. It's got a main compartment that you know, is just enormous for a backpack. Uh, it's got a front a front pocket that like unzips all the way down so it can hold a ton of stuff. And then it has like a, a very front zipper pocket that you can slide some stuff in. So this thing is just enormous um, in terms of space. And where I was previously concerned about how I was going to fit like actual clothes into my existing like Targus backpack, right? Um, now I'm just like, okay, I'm going to have room to spare. <laughs> And I don't have to worry about having a carry-on, right? Like it's that's not even a carry-on. That's my personal item because it's a backpack, right? And so if you're trying to save money traveling, that is a phenomenal way 
to do that. And it fits in, it should fit in all of the, you know, the, the, you know, carry on slash personal item things. But yeah, like that's, that's like going to be, going to be the way to go for sure. Uh, I should have plenty of space for all of my stuff over a two day period and space to, to spare if I end up getting some swag and things like that, which I hope, hope I do. It's part of when you go to PAX, right? Is to get some swag. So um, all of that stuff, but I got those. Um, I got some TSA, uh, some TSA approved um, locks that I can put on the bag. I don't, th- I don't think I'll need them. I don't, but I wanted to get them just in case because I'm going to PAX and if I ever end up putting my backpack down, I'll just feel safer knowing that that I have secondary locking measures put in there in addition to primary because maybe that'll deter people from, you know, stealing my crap, especially since I'm going to be living out of the bag. So, you know, that's kind of important. Um, but I got that. I ended up getting uh, an anchor power supply and, and it's like a, just a, a little portable, you know, battery uh, charging thing. It was like 35 bucks and it came today. It works amazing. Uh, so if anybody's interested in the link for that, I can hit you up with that. And then I also got like these, uh, aluminum travel tags that I'm going to put on my bag as well, just so I can, you know, have it for night tide. So in case for some reason, if I ever do lose it, at least there's some way for people to get it back to me. So a bunch of cool stuff. I spent like a hundred bucks on all that stuff together. Uh, you know, the, the tags, the locks, the bag itself, and then the power supply in, I feel like that was very, very solid purchases all the way around. I'm really excited for the trip now. So if you guys are are thinking like, man, how am I going to deal with this? Or I don't want to pay for baggage fees. Look into some of this stuff. If you want links, DM me or post in, in any of the places, post in the pack stuff. Maybe I'll just post pins and, and kind of show you what I got. Um, but hopefully that helps you guys. Hopefully it helps and, and you can hopefully, you know, do some things like that because all these things were Prime eligible. So if you got Amazon Prime, it comes in two days. You got plenty of time still because there's like two full weeks until you got to leave for PAX or at least a, at least a week and a half before you got to go to PAX. So all good stuff. All right. And that's pretty much life, guys. That's life. That's life in a nutshell. I'm just excited for PAX. Um, in terms of media, oh, guys. So I watched, um, I finished up season two of into the badlands. And again, I think I talked about this last week. This show has my mind just in so many awesome places. I freaking love into the badlands. It's so good. It's so good. Um, if you like martial arts stuff at all, just check it out. You can find it on Netflix. The first two seasons are on Netflix. Um, the third season is on, which is the, the only other season out right now is season three and it's done. Third season is on demand for me um, through through my Comcast Xfinity um, cable box, so I can watch it that way. Um, but I think it's also on Hulu. So if you find it, you can watch a good bit of it, uh, at least at this point. Check it out. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome show. It's like Game of Thrones, but with ninjas. It's great. Um, <laughs> so there's that. What else? Um, we I watched... Uh, I, I got, I started getting caught up on, uh, my outstanding episodes of killjoys. That's a show on sci-fi that I really enjoy. Um, it's just a, a super fun show. If you like space kind of just fun action, it's, it's kind of got vibes. It's very much has vibes of, um, of kind of a firefly kind of a thing where they're just each episode's a new adventure, but it's a little grittier, especially in, in the season, the current season, which I think is season three. Uh, it's a little grittier because there's some stuff going on, but it's good. It's a good, it's a good change. It's a good pace, but there's always some good one-liners in there, some good comedy to kind of lighten stuff up. And I always appreciate shows that have a good self-awareness to be entertaining and have that stuff go on. Um, what else? Oh, we started playing a game called Graveyard Keeper. 
Graveyard Keeper is awesome. It's very Stardew Valley-esque, except it's got this wonderful, um, <laughs> wonderful just air of, of dark comedy to it. Uh, and even though it's rated, I think, like E for Everyone or something like that, or E10, uh, I part of me feels like it should be a teen game. There's some... There's some language used uh, and some some subject matter uh, approached that seems a little bit more uh, than than what I would want a kid to play, but uh, it's it's definitely a fun a fun game. If you're someone that likes Stardew Valley, I think you should definitely give it a shot. Um, it's available right now on Xbox Game Pass, and it has mixer mix play integration. So uh, all of those things notwithstanding. You can get the game right now if you have Game Pass. Um, you can get it on PC. It's only 20 bucks, and it also has mixed play integration on the PC, which I was not aware of. Apparently, it's a little buggy yet. Again, the game just came out last week, so give it some time for them to work things out. But uh, it's a really fun game. I'm definitely going to lose many an hour to this game, whether on or off stream. I am not 100% sure yet. Uh, what else did we play? Um... I think we did. I don't think we played anything new other than that. The current the current game plan is still to finish up Bloodborne. I think we have one more weekend of Bloodborne. Hopefully, this is the last weekend of Bloodborne, uh, and then we will have one weekend before I go to PAX. And in that weekend, I want to to kind of just play some fun stuff. Now, I'm gonna drop a little bombshell, so you guys are gonna get a sneak preview um, for for that announcement's probably coming tomorrow on Twitter if you listen to this podcast. Uh, I am for my birthday, which is coming up here in a couple weeks, middle of September. I'm getting myself a PSVR. Uh, there currently is a sale going on Best Buy, and I am grabbing one. So I'm getting the Doom for VR version. I'm definitely going to be checking that out on stream. I don't know what it's going to look like, but we'll definitely do our best to figure out what uh, how, how to make all that kind of stuff work. But I'm really excited, guys. I'm super duper duper excited. Uh, I've been really interested in VR for a long time, but it hasn't been something that has been uh, within any kind of price range. And I think now that we've invested in the PlayStation... And I know that I can can stream, you know, I, I know I can stream PlayStation through CapCard um, without any issues. The, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a good overall investment. I'm excited for things like Beat Saber whenever they come to PSVR. And I was checking out a bunch of PlayStation VR games. Uh, so we're going to have that capability. So super, super, super duper excited. If you have recommendations for PlayStation VR game uh, games, please let me know. I'm interested to look at and try lots of them. Uh, I'm not going to have the, the the mobile sticks. I'm not going to have the sticks initially. I'm going to wait until Beat Saber comes out to grab those, but uh, definitely we'll, we'll have the ability to play anything with you know the, the DualShock controller as well as just the headset. So keep that in mind if, for your recommendations. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, what else is there? I haven't, again, I haven't played anything lately. But anyway, so I think the point, the point, of, the point of it is is I want to play... Uh, on that off weekend, hopefully if we can get Bloodborne wrapped up, we're not going to jump right into anything because Spider-Man is going to launch the weekend after um, the weekend after I get back from PAX. So basically, hopefully we finish up Bloodborne this weekend. Next weekend's going to be kind of an open weekend. I don't want to start anything new, so we'll probably just have some fun and play some, you know, some interim games, maybe do one thing a night or here, maybe do some No Man's Sky, some more Graveyard Keeper, something. We'll figure it out. We're going to mix it up, maybe do some Doom for VR and try that out. Um, and, and then go to PAX. I won't be there that weekend. Obviously we get back from that and I'm going to be playing Spider-Man and we're going to do a playthrough of Spider-Man, or at least we're going to do a good chunk of Spider-Man because damn it, 
I want to play that game. It looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Uh, and so that's going to kind of push our, our schedule for Horizon Zero Dawn in, but it fits with what I wanted to do. I wanted to mix in something that's going to be lighter with some color uh, as opposed to Bloodborne and, uh, you know, all these really kind of dark, doomy kind of games. Uh, so we're going to go through, we're going to do that and have some fun playing that. And then I don't know how long that's going to take us, but we're going to be right into the fall series of games. So there's going to be a lot of content coming out this fall, guys. I definitely plan on getting some Call of Duty in action in. Uh, we'll see about Battlefield. Um, but there's there's going to be a lot of content. <laughs> a lot of content. I can tell you right now, though, guys, I think Season 5 of Fortnite is probably going to be my last one for the rest of the year that I end up getting a Battle Pass for. Um, which, again, is neither here nor there. But what that what I'm telling you in that statement is we're going to be playing less Fortnite going forward from season five. Um, and as soon as call of duty comes out, as soon as battlefield comes out, I'm going to focus more time on those games. Cause I just enjoy them. Um, they're going to have their own inherent battle royale modes. Uh, and I understand that, that, that not everybody can play cross play, but typically we've just been getting a lot of people playing on Xbox right now to begin with. So we'll see how all of that kind of meshes together and how we end up doing, um, doing in that space. But that's kind of the current plan. So I'm just giving you a heads up on that. So that covers media stuff. So into the Rising Tide stream team. I'm going to, again, keep it short this week. Uh, just I just want to let you guys know I am, I'm super proud of you. I know that I have been um, not as active uh, over, over the past week, over the past two weeks, really, since I got back from vacation with, with doing team stuff and actively hosting and, and doing more tweeting and things like that. To be very honest with you, I... I that vacation, right. was kind of hitting my reset button. I have not fully ramped back into all of that. Like I noticed that I am not on Twitter as much. I'm not on Mixer as much. I'm, I'm not doing those things as much. And that's part of why I'm, I'm, I know that's part of, that's part of why my engagement, I think feels a little down is because I'm not, I'm not putting in that effort right now to where I was. So we're going to be working to get back to that level. I think work stress um, has definitely taken priority over that. And with my wife going back to work now after being off for the summer, I think a lot of things are going to start helping uh, in terms of our schedule. You know, that's, that's the kids are going to daycare. She's going to work. Um, the kids go to bed a little earlier every night. I think I can start streaming a little earlier and going to bed earlier. I'll be getting more sleep uh, and, and we'll still be streaming and having fun. But overall, I think uh, life is going to improve greatly here in the next few weeks, especially coming back from PAX. So uh, I just want you to to kind of keep those things in mind. I, I acknowledge that I have not been as active on Twitter. I have not been existing at all on Instagram. Um, and, and I have been trying to pop in here and there on streams on Mixer, but I've just, I've really been enjoying time away and I have been um, trying to gauge that interaction. But I, I realized that, Again, to align with my goals, I need to be more plugged in and I want to be more plugged in. Like I say these things, but like, I want to be plugged in. I want to see what you guys are doing. Uh, so you, hopefully you guys will see me around a little bit more with some hosts, uh, and doing all the fun stuff and things. Now, um, I did post today, today, I think I posted today in the weekly discussions thread about 
having a segment that we added, and I think I talked about this in the last cast as well. I want to get a segment where you guys are involved um, in, in the weekly podcast or on the weekly show. So I'm thinking hopefully maybe um, we can do, you know, Rising Tide Tuesdays, and, and I don't have a start date in mind for that. It's going to be after PAX when we kick that off. But I want to do Rising Tide Tuesdays where we, we maybe have somebody that comes on for an interview for either a half hour or an hour. I don't necessarily know if I want to dedicate a full stream to it because again, guys, like, I don't know, like we, we kind of have to feel that stuff out. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to overcommit and then pull back and have people be mad. I'd rather say, Hey, we're going to like have a, have a chat for, you know, either a half hour, an hour, and then, you know, we'll just hang out after that. Uh, I don't know if it's going to involve a co-stream or whatever. Um, I think we want to just, I want to do something that makes sense to feature you guys. Um, and, and also be able to stay true to my content, right? It's a delicate balance. And so I'm just trying to be very transparent and honest and open with you guys that I'm trying to think about exactly how I want to do that. And when I get back from PAX, we're going to start to work towards that. Um, but in terms of the weekly podcast things, uh, I want to basically get some, some interview questions uh, that I'm going to toss to you guys and, and have, have you guys kind of... Um, record, hopefully record yourselves just answering those questions. And then I'll do some fancy editing and put that uh, in there. Or if we can have a live conversation, which I would prefer, I just don't know if it's going to work out. Uh, if we can have a live conversation where we can just record that convo over discord and I can just add that to, you know, the tide talk that would make life awesome. And, and I'm looking forward to doing that because I want you guys to be featured. Um, that's part of why I have this team is to, to show us as a community and to promote us as a community and to, to help to, you know, get, make you guys aware of each other. So hopefully we can all work together to rise together, right? We rise together. Now, um, that's pretty much all the team stuff I want to talk about right now. Uh, what else? Okay. So in terms of stream stuff, um, I've kind of in, inherently broached these streamed kind of topics, um, which is, has really just kind of been getting back into the groove, right. Um, and staying consistent. And I don't want to harp on those things as a, as a, as a, as a topic for tonight, but I just want to just, again, stress to you guys, being consistent is key. There's, there's so much importance uh, to, to making sure that you show up and when you do show up that you bring your energy and you bring your A-game and you're staying on and the things that you're doing off stream are things that you continue to do. I talked about it, right? I, I've been lax on Twitter. I've been lax on Instagram. I haven't been as active on Mixer because I've been, been prioritizing life, which is not a bad thing. It's a good thing for me. But in order to, to get to back to where I want to be and get on track for my goals, I want to be working towards getting more of those things in my day, right? So I have to start working on those things. And that's just a self-admission. It's, 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 you know, reflection, it's, it's, um, you know, self-evaluation and really looking at what I'm doing versus where I want to be and making adjustments. So don't be afraid to make those. Um, what I do want to talk to you guys about this week is content. Um, content is going to be ramping up because we're getting into fall, right? There's the summer drought is kind of over. And I want to make sure that you guys understand that, that content is, is a very important part of your stream to, to a point where you really need to, to be true to yourself. 
And part of why this is in my head is I was literally just talking to Boom before this, and we had kind of a conversation around this. But it's it's kind of been on my on my mind a lot as to you know what what should I be streaming? How should I be streaming it? How should I be allotting time to it? Um, you know, even again, the, the decisions to kind of move away from Fortnite and move more into call of duty, because that's more my bread and butter, right? Like those types of, of conversations that I'm having in my head, uh, and with, you know, boom and other friends, I, I need, I want to make sure that you guys think about too. So there's, there's a couple things around that, right? Your, your channel is more than just the games that you stream. And that's first and foremost. Um, but I'm going to reset this by saying there's a couple different types of archetype of streamer. One, there's an archetype of streamer that is a, a, I'm going to, I'm going to lovingly call them a brotato. Okay. And don't get mad at me. And, and I, I guess I'm, I don't know the female equivalent. Please don't be mad at me. I'm trying not to upset the apple cart here, but anyway, it's a brotato, right? So the brotato is someone that is, that is a very nice person, right? Um, but they're limited chat interaction, but they're just, absolutely amazing at video games and the entertainment value that they provide for for you or for an audience is someone that's just plays games amazingly well and not everyone is uh that's a brotato is 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 uh incapable of engaging their audience but but there are there are some out there that you just you will watch and you will see this and you will be like yeah this person's a brotato and that's cool right they, they're just phenomenal at video games and that's all they have to be uh, but they really have to work to engage their community. Then you've got people that are super entertaining, right? They're entertainers. And regardless of what content they're streaming, they're going to be entertainers. And then you have people that are your casuals, right? That And casuals can can be different places, right? They can be in-betweens like the entertainers and the brotatoes. And, and there's, again, if, we, if that's a spectrum, there's all manners in between. So, you know, find that as you will. Um, but if you're, if you're someone that's casual and you're a casual brotator, you're a casual entertainer, like just keep in mind where you are on that spectrum and keep your expectations accordingly. But within the brotato realm and within the entertainer realm, you still have subdivisions of content, right? Uh, and I'm going to use Fortnite as a, as a prime example. And then maybe something like, I don't know, I'm just going to go full on single player, right? So if you're someone that specializes in in games of skill, right, or, or multiplayer games like Fortnite or platformers, right, those types of games are, are games that are going to be, uh, the allure is there because they are inherently difficult or they inherently take some skill or you are entertaining because the skill that you apply to that is what makes it entertaining. Um, but if you're someone that is a platformer-centric person, right? And then you start streaming Fortnite. Keep in mind that your audience may not be as keen on Fortnite. It's a popular game, sure. But is it popular content for your channel? Maybe not, right? So you have to test the waters and see how that goes. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say, you know, don't stream what's, you know, if, you, if you're having fun playing it and it's content you want to create more of, for sure, go for it. But Keep in mind that there might be games that you would be better suited to play offline versus on stream because of what your audience has kind of come to expect from your kind of content. And if you're an entertainer, right, and you're an entertainer that's playing Fortnite, 
and the the entertainment value is that you're silly or you're you know you make fun commentary and that doesn't mean you're bad at the game but the the primary value there is the is you you the entertainer are what provide that value uh, and then you go and play something that's like a very you know a, a different type of single player game you know if as long as you're bringing that same entertainment value to that right you might be okay but if you're someone that's playing single player games primarily and then you try and work in something like a Fortnite, right, you might have problems. So you have to think about your content in terms of that. Uh, and so I, and to use me as an example, right, I like to think of myself more on the entertainer spectrum, but I still have some skill. I, I'm someone that's trying to, to kind of jack of all trades it, but really focus more on the entertainer community builder side, right? I, I want to, um, to be able to play any game I want, right? I got, this is, I'm very much an arrogant bastard in terms of wanting to like have my cake and eat it too, right? I want to be able to play whatever game I want. Um, but also still, still maintain that entertainment value for you guys to where it's entertaining, uh, or for you guys to want to come back because it's fun and you want to hang out with me regardless of what I'm playing. But I focus on two specific areas. I spoke, I focus on single player, more RPG type games, and I focus on shooters. The reason I focus on those two things is one, because I know that I can make those single player games fun and entertaining through commentary. And two, I know I'm good at shooters and I can still do that while I'm playing shooters. If I were to start playing different things, right? Like we played Graveyard Keeper last night. Graveyard Keeper is a wonderful game that I want to spend a lot of time in. I don't know if it's right for my channel to stream, right? I, I just don't know. And the reason I say I don't know is because I don't typically play retro 8-bit games. I don't typically play uh, the, the kind of Mario-style platformers. I don't typically play those types of games. I typically play more, you know, RPG-heavy single-player games, and I play shooters like Call of Duty and Fortnite. <laughs> so when I mix up those nights... Uh, if we have good nights with them and, and we want to play them some more, that's great. But even my own self, if I think about it, I'm like, man, like Graveyard Keeper is great. I don't know if I would want to stream that a ton, though, because I'd rather be streaming other games that I find more exciting or more entertaining that are, you know, like Spider-Man, like, you know, Bloodborne, like Horizon Zero Dawn, like a God of War, right? Like those that like like a call of duty black ops 4 or battlefield 5 these these bigger games i want to be able to bring to you guys and have fun with so you have to think about your content as into is in what is fun for you to play sure but also what is it that you want to build your your community around and if you're going to take on something new how does that line up with what your content is and the more that you can be aware of that the better um, if you're trying to, again, focus on on um, a lot of things, which I do, right? If I'm trying to build community and focus on growth, you need to make sure you're doing things to feed that, right? So part of with me is I try to focus on playing things that are a little bit more new or that are still things that are are popular for people to stream, 
right? And I don't say that I focus on them as a quote unquote, you know, like, oh, I'm only going to play those things, right? Because I don't, uh, there's, there's games that you play that have really strong communities like Souls games and, and like, you know, the, the Soulsborne games, which is why I know I can play those, right? Um, some of these larger PlayStation exclusive titles like Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Games like Fallout 4 that are really old, but still have a solid community around them, right? And you can look at, at the top games that are still being, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to credit Boom with this because he, he really brought it up and it's really the reason it's in the forefront of my tongue right now. So thank you, buddy. Um, but from an analytical perspective, if you look at what the most popular games are that are, are being bought, right, or being downloaded, that's a good place for you to see that, right? And if you go into the stream directories on, on you know, Mixer or Twitch or YouTube or wherever, and you see which games are, are kind of in your top 20, right, of, of solid viewership, maybe the top 10 on Mixer, right? And you can see if, if you're falling within that and see how much of an audience is really there for that title for you to stream. And I think that using those types of metrics to create an informed decision for yourself is an important, important, important thing to keep an eye on. And just keeping an eye on your per stream performance is also another thing to keep an eye on, right? And, and when it comes down to the end of the day, there are very few of us that are, are here to stream for no one, right? The point of the stream is to be able to, to, to present yourself in front of people for the purpose of entertainment and for the purpose of connecting with people and developing community. And as you are more entertaining, more people will come to you. Uh, and whether that is for being someone who is a, is a brotato end of the spectrum or an entertainer side of the spectrum, I don't know, I might catch some flack for the brotato, but we're going to roll with it for now. Um, <laughs> but so whether, whatever end of the spectrum you fall more towards or however you approach that, right? Those are, are things that, that you need to acknowledge and understand about yourself, so that you can be a the best content creator that you you can be and that you're spending your your time that you stream effectively you might game outside of streaming you may not you may be like me and not have time to game outside of streaming which is very unfortunate because there's so many games that I want to play that I don't have time to stream in totality right and so if I want to do a full playthrough of something which I do most often and I like to play more single player RPG type games uh, for those things or more shooters, I I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul in terms of time. And I don't have a lot of time to invest. So something has to give somewhere. And I think the the three day, three day split that we've been doing has been great for me personally. And it seems to be a good, happy place for, for where the channel is in terms of growth and community. But you know, that that's something that you will have to assess for yourself. So I, I highly encourage you with fall coming out to prioritize games that are going to fit your content uh, and be things that are fun for you, but also things that fit with, with kind of what your community has come to expect from your content, unless you are planning on making a change to a new type of content and just be smart about that. And, and that way you can set yourself up for the most success as a content creator. So that being said, that's all I got, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. I will catch up with you again next Friday or Saturday whenever you're listening to this or, you know, one of those other days of the week. <laughs> and if you have not already favorited or subscribed to this podcast, please make sure that you do so. Uh, it is the Night Tide Podcast, a.k.a. Tide Talk. 
on anchor.fm also primarily on spotify that's where you can get it no matter what device you have but uh, available on itunes google play music google podcast uh, all of and, and a, a plethora of other places that i've never heard of we are available so if you're listening to me on any one of those i thank you so much please make sure that you drop by the stream at mixer.com slash nighttide you follow me on twitter.com slash nighttide you join our discord so that you can hang out with us during the day whenever we're chit-chatting at discord.gg slash nighttide and, uh, and follow us on the Instagram at nighttide. Are you noticing a trend? Are you noticing a trend at nighttide? It's a thing. But that'll wrap it up for today, guys. Uh, stay amazing, and, uh, and we rise together. Guys, that's it. I'll catch you next week. Love your faces. Bye-bye.